Hey heroes, thank you again for your support, and welcome back to Naked, the podcast about authenticity. Now's the part that I tell you that we've just finished recording this week's episode, but hey, it was maybe yesterday, this is a pre-made intro. Though, here's a little clip of a highlight moment, the unscripted, unfiltered, and uncut full episode will follow. Stay tuned, because now, it's time to get naked. I don't care Why? about what year it's gonna be. I don't care. I don't care. Ah. I, I don't not... care if it's gonna be another pandemic or whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna decide to have a year that I want. You know, I think during the year this is where I progress like through this thing where I notice that, you know, there is two choices that you have. Whether as you said you play as a victim or whether you decide to get what you can from what you got. Hey, how are you doing, Matt? <laughs> Always it. super good when I listen to traditional Quebecois music for the holidays. Rigodon. Rigodon, that's how it's called. Rigodon, yeah. yeah. Well, traditional I, music, yeah. <laughs> I know we're only the 29th, but on Friday, it's going to be Happy New Year, my friend. Let's yeah, make it... 20... 2021. Yeah, let's make it uh, the new podcast of the year, three days in advance. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year already. Let's, let's yeah. do that. <laughs> happy New Year or just Happy Year? <laughs> <laughs> happy Year. You, you know. <laughs> well, I have an important question to ask you. Do Don't you worry. think that 2021... Is gonna be better or worse than, than 2020? <laughs> uh, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. Was it was it that bad in 2020? Let's be honest. No. What do you mean? It was perfect. Global pandemic. Um, everyone losing their jobs. Uh, the global economy uh, affected. People. Uh, I have to stay in their home, stop seeing people, stop going to the beach, stop going to the gym. Um, stop going to a beach, stop going to a gym. What are you talking about? Yeah, man. A lot of people just continue to go to the gym on the beach instead of <laughs> No, man. Uh, there's places, there's like, I think in the United States, there are places that you cannot even go outside. It's just crazy. Yeah, but that, that depending on the state. Uh, yeah, yeah. say it's not every state. But I know, look but at I, it like from look at it from another point of view. I know, I know you're talking about the United States and all that, but where most of a country that have a social system, people were asked to stay at home, paid by the government or by their employer. Oh, but yeah, well, so bad. well, the paid the paid portion, I'm not sure about that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean. I was talking on a global scale. If I, if we would, I, I'm sure if you would do a poll on a global scale, if they if they had a, if people had a good year this year, I'm, I'm pretty sure it would be 80 percent bad, um, at least. So my point was just to to see what you were thinking about the future and to try to bring some uh, 
some hope uh, into that new year that is going to be better. <laughs> And because I because I wanted you to bring some hope yeah, because no. I wanted to be the guy that that just say no it's going to be worse so brace yourself. <laughs> Not really. Uh, yeah. Hey, your mic went off. Yeah, no, no. I'm sorry about that. I will not. I will. I will yeah, yeah. Sorry. I will not. I will not say that. Um, <laughs> uh, because first of all, I don't. I don't believe that 2020 was so bad. You know, it was not a war. Like, calm down. Like, people were asked to stay at home. This is what we ask people to do. Like, this is what we ask people to do. We didn't say to them like, you know, like nobody missed food. I think for most of the people. Um, obviously, I lived it in Europe. So, you know, and we didn't see the results yet of the pandemic and everything. But when I look at the year in general, okay, like people have had a bad year because they couldn't travel. That's bad. Um, or they couldn't go to their family when they wanted, even if usually they don't go see their family for three or four months. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know what it is. When you cannot say, do like, something, some that's when you want to do it. it. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is that uh, 2021, okay, I'm going to be, okay, so we play the role. We play the role. I'm the optimistic guy and you're the pessimistic one. Yeah, 2021 is going to be so good. It's going to be so good and crazy. Like it's, it's Why? Be Why? You told me to be optimistic. You didn't tell me to have arguments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um I think there is some good stuff that happened because of that. Um, first of all, I think it's going to redefine a bit jobs. It's going to redefine also the importance of people in society. It's going to redefine also what you think about people. So, for example, you know, I think it changed a little bit with how people buy stuff and they're buying more locally. So communities and all that, you know, buying at the butcher, buying at the, you know, at the shop next door. So I think that that showed to people, you know, you don't have necessarily to go to multinationals to buy stuff. I hope it's a trend, but it's, you told me to be optimistic, okay? I hope it's a trend that is going to continue in 2021. I didn't say that it will happen. I'm just saying that it's a trend that seems to appear at the end of the year. Um, what else? Um, I think people will enjoy life way more differently, I hope, uh, because, you know, they, they could have noticed that maybe just going on a walk and something like that was a privilege now and not necessarily, you know, something that was granted. So that uh, people will be able to travel in 2021. So that will be good. Um, there will be a cure vaccine of, of all disease, obviously. Uh, of all disease? I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> in, two, <laughs> in 2021, I don't know what to cure say. all disease. I, I, I don't know what to say. You yeah. asked me to be optimistic. Tell me what you think about 2021. Oh, well, uh, well, first... I don't agree uh, really much with uh, the buying locally uh, stuff because, yes, I've seen these news. I've seen that uh, and the government are saying like, oh, buy locally because your businesses uh, need help. But at the same time, the government is shutting down all businesses, putting so many restrictions uh, on their activities that they are hurting uh, them. So most of them just closed uh, and, and what uh, happened in the end was that you've seen Amazon soar like a fucking eagle uh, in 2020, which I think that's the real trend and that's what's going to be in 2021. So my prediction is, if you think that it was bad in 2020, brace yourself because 2021 
so many businesses will close because they were just like trying to survive the most, the, the, the best that they could. And they will just reach the end of their funds and, and the credit and everything. And it's just going to crash right at the beginning of the year. And also, um, uh, everything is going to be redefined, but redefined probably not in a way that you want it to be redefined as a citizen. It's probably going to be, we're going to put more control over everything. Uh, everything is going to be digital. So if you still are not into really digital things, you're going to be way behind and it's going to hurt your life. And uh, what else? What else? And this How they can play. This, this episode is brought to you by your drugstore next door where you can find anything that you want to suicide yourself, which is, for example, this really nice robe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really raw thing to say on an, on an episode. <laughs> Let's say that we do not endorse no, any like, suicide like, thoughts. Like, and, uh... yeah, I just advertisement, by the way. No, but like... I, I just I just wonder that like, people have been complaining about this year. You know, I can't do that. I can't do that. But really, was it a bad year? Let's be honest. Was it really bad? Year? I lost my job, by the way. So I, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah. You know. Was it really a bad year for people? I mean, I know that mentally it was really hard for people. Mentally, like, I mean, for a lot of people, it was really hard, you know, being cut socially. I'm here. I'm good. You don't you don't hear me well. Uh, your sound is a bit low, but uh... I mean, oh really? Mm, weird. Um, so being cut socially, you know, um, obviously it was hard on people. Um, not being, you know, obviously, and I and I, and I wrote some, I, I read some some stuff on that. You know, all the social environment that you have at work, you know was really hard also on people, you know, having to work from home. Obviously, a lot of people that didn't know how to work remotely and had to work remotely, like, lose their um, personal work-life balance because mm -hmm. suddenly, you know, the meeting or, uh, or, you know, staying longer at night, you're checking your email at 9 p.m. or things like that. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm also thinking about the other side, which is like... A lot of people, you know, have been covered socially by the government and everything. Um, and there was a lot of helps that were given. Obviously, a lot of people have been have been forgotten in there. But I mean, people were paid to stay at home and watch Netflix. Yeah, but it was it was just on a, it was just in a small period. And what do you think it does for people? It just make them lazier. Like when, you, what do you? How do you feel when you're at home and you watch Netflix for days and days? Um, I think I, I know what you say. I know, like I'm not like we're playing roles, and I know it's not a hundred percent pessimistic at all. But I, but I think that uh, we are, me and you, we're we're a bit already. Um, Let's say we, we, I know we're 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 able to deal with a lot of struggle. We we move around, we travel, uh, we live in other cities. Like we we have something online, we have our source of revenues online. So it's it's and and also we don't follow any. For myself, I don't follow any news all year long. I haven't seen 
anything. I was just hearing from friends and whatever was, was going on. And, and some people may throw rocks at me for not taking part of it. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, my life, in fact, I had an amazing year in 2020 and I am not afraid to say it. And I know some people have, I know some people have, I'm not, uh, but what I'm, what I'm speaking of is my feeling of the global happiness index, which is probably way lower than it was at the beginning, beginning of the year. And by the way, everyone that's listening, stay tuned because we don't have any plan, but inside me, I know that at the end of the episode, we're going to just bring you into a new way of thinking for that new year. And it's going to be a positive one. I'm going to go out of my role at some point of the pessimist guy. And, um, but I think it's, it's really important to talk about these things, not to try to hide under the carpet yeah. and, 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 and say that everything is fine. Uh, I think having the stoic approach is, uh, is really good uh, with bad shit going on like that. And just say, yes, but it's I'm ca- not... Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying everything is fine. You know, it's just that I ate what I read lately, you know, on Instagram and everything. Like, um, you know, by 2020, and it's like, because it's going to be the first January of 2021, everything is going to change. Um, I, I don't like that. Like, you know, trying to put everything is shit. I'm not, I'm not so much into mm-hmm. it. Obviously, every situation, there is part of shit and there is part of it is good. The thing is, it's always your responsibility to make it the way you want it to be. The thing that you said about the news is a good example. You know, news, I was looking at them at the beginning and seriously, like when you watch the news after a while, you're like, fuck, like this is depressing. All the news were about, you know, what it was happening and the number of deaths and all that. And nobody was not, you know, we are not epidemiologists. We are not, pandemic specialists we are not and people were like talking to us like we were experts and we were like yeah there is like 1000 new cases per day what does that mean i'm not epidemiologist i don't know i i play plague on my phone you know like this game where you have to put the virus and it has to to kill the world uh, i played that for a number of years approximately 10 years it's a good game um not sponsored uh, but the thing is that what do i know what it means like having 1000 cases per day you know what does that mean it's it's and and yeah you know it's you're right maybe we have done a lot of work on ourselves and so we know how to get rid of toxic thing in our life where for example for news for me i noticed that it was toxic after a while so i was like okay get rid of it of a news because it's like it's so toxic but you don't want it in your life but it's just that i don't want i don't want to say that 2020 was good but i don't want to say that it was bad only does that does that I to- totally uh, i totally agree with you and I, I believe that if you think that 2020 was all bad, it's because you don't know how to have a positive, a positive outlook on life. And your life is probably really hard. And, uh, and I don't want that for anyone. Uh, I, I would love, my, my goal is to inspire people to be them, themselves and to, to use their power of how they respond to every situation. And it's exactly what you said. It, it just all comes down to how you respond to good thing and to bad thing and to horrible thing. It, it's just how you respond to it. You have, you have that power to, 
to see a death of someone as a bad thing or as a good thing. If it, you don't know if like the afterlife is not in every way better than here. So if someone would die, you'd be like, oh, fuck, man, they're lucky. They were there before me. Like it, it could just be that you just don't know. And, and, but, but for some reason in our society, it's like bad if you lose someone because we just don't want to lose anyone. We feel disconnected when we do. And it's, it's, it's okay. But the point is just about the outlook you have on situation. You have the, you have the ability to talk to yourself and say, oh, well, that's a bad shit. Okay. But do I let that affect me or how it is affecting me? How do I make that to my advantage? Because life is an evolving game. It's a game. You, all your life, you're playing a game and the, the game is always evolving. If you're not evolving with the game, you, you lose. That's how you lose the game is by staying, fix, like having a fixed mindset in an evolving game. So you got to evolve. And, and these, these years, like we just had, are catalyst of evolution, And either you jump on the boat or you doesn't or, or you don't. But if you don't, you're going to be left behind and feel horrible. And, and that's, that's an opportunity. It's, it's what happened is crazy bad. Like you don't want any people to die. And there's, there have been loads of people that have died. But like you said, like the, the, I was talking with one of my friends yesterday. And that's funny because after one year is the first one of my old friend Uh, uh, in Quebec that was like telling me yeah you know they they, they told they, they tell us like oh there's been like a hundred death about that yeah but relative to what in the same period of time there have been 10,000 deaths of like cancer or something else why why do you don't you have a newspaper telling you every day the new cases of cancer the new cases of of death uh, the new death of cancer or like or the new just, death by or just the flu yeah just I the mean, flu just the flu or just just let's let's have the most funny example just cow death people dying Cows. man it's crazy Cows. i think there's 10,000 people a year that die from cow just because they are you getting mean, crushed by a cow mean. Cow the animal? Yeah, the animal. <laughs> so, so you're like, what the Why fuck? Why are we talking man? about cow? <laughs> so it's just manipulation of information. It's just wanting you to be scared. That's, a, that's that a problem shit. of data. That's a problem of data. When you, when you, this is one of the biggest problems in the world, like data. What do you do with data? That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, for example... I love our, our right now, and this is what I was saying to friends, you know, like they are comparing the number of cases that we have right now to the number of cases that we have in March, giving you an example. The difference is that since March, we have way more tests. So obviously, you know, just a simple stuff. If you do more tests, you're going to find more people. Yeah, that's... Uh... But that's, that's math. That's not even like... <laughs> that's bon elementary math. It's just, that's elementary math. If you do more tests... You're going to have more people that are going to respond positive. That's just logic. If you don't do any tests, there is no positive people. Yeah. No new cases. Second, second thing, if the scope Smart. of the test, <laughs> if the scope of the test gets larger, you're going to get also more response. So more tests, exactly. more scope, more cases. 
that's yeah that's right now you have like tests for everything you have antigenic like antibodies and you like thing before it was like do you have covid or not it was like as simple yeah. as that you know it does not but you know that's that's kind of a thing like it's and and i feel you know like you can you can almost classify the problem in two um but it's always based on on one thing which is expectation and this is where i separate the problem in the world like we are part of the five percent society you and me you know whether we like it or not we are part of a five percent society and in the five percent we have reached what i what i like to call rich people problem yeah which is like oh i can't travel or we should care about society we should care about the environment we should we should be careful about the meat that we eat we should be careful about where the fish is coming from we should be careful about the planet and all that i'm telling you like someone that can't eat so poor people, really poor people, don't care about where the food is coming from. They just want to have food. You know, climate change, not their problem. Like knowing that it's ecologic, you know, like if it is around them or whatever, like they don't care about that. They just want to eat, you know, like the thing that you hear about, we can travel. <laughs> There's people that can't travel anyway. It's not about a pandemic problem. <laughs> There's so, people that won't travel one time in their <laughs> life. And that's a fucking huge percentage of people on earth. <laughs> exactly. So this is why, you know, like when I think about booze people, and this is what it's, this is what it's so horrible about our societies that at the same time, there were the people that were working right now. There were the people that, while the people that were complaining and staying at home and paid by the government are working from home, and they were not doing much anyway working from home, let's be honest, uh, you had people that had, to, that had to work, that risk their life, you know, being like, you know, nurse, um, transport, um, you know, in, in the supermarket, um, in logistic in general, uh, factories that they have to continue, you know, work the supply chain of food, um, electricity, you know, everything that you think about, that you don't think about it, you know, every day, like you have still water running, you're still electricity running, you're still the gas running, you're still food that is coming to your supermarket. All of that, like you have still the trash being done, you still have, uh, you know, everything that you're not thinking about, all those people had to work for that and nobody thinks about that. And there was no, there was no, like, you have to stay at home for those people. And there was no, like, you have to. So, you know, I'm thinking about those people because their year must have been, like, really shit. Because oh. they were still in the shadows. Nobody, like, recognized them. Oh, yeah. So somebody, like, we did the claps, like, in, in every country from our windows, like, on the Thursday night. I mean, it's a good thing. It's better to not, than not doing it. But oh, no. it's when you, when you take that and you say oh i've done my part that's that's the moment where <laughs> and and like you say on the flip side if i if i switch to the positive there have you been have to, I massive <laughs> there have been massive uh, like actions or or demonstrations of help of uh, gathering of uh getting around for to to help some people for hope for whatever the 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 atrocities well atrocities that's it's not a that's not a world war but uh still at the beginning what they were telling about everyone dying and crazy in the hospital especially in the hospitals 
people that were working there was really, really hard on them. So it was some kind of atrocities. Well, you have seen on the flip side, people gathering to, to just cheer for them, which is a good thing. Like, what can you do hell else? Like, if you're not a, a nurse, you cannot go to an hospital and say, oh, I'm going to come and help. Like, you just, you may kill people <laughs> if you do that. But um, yeah. Uh, seriously, uh, I, I would have so much things to say about about the pandemic, and I, I will just—I think I will just say one thing. Really, that uh, you know, Brian Rose from uh, London Real. I really like the guy, and um, he's he's running for mayor of London. I'm I'm supposed I'm surprised you don't know the guy, um, and what he point out. Is not politics in the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What he point out is the over, like what he denounce is the overreaction, and that's exactly how I feel. Because if we would have, let I, I don't remember which uh, plague we had back uh, back in time, but let's say we would have a, a plague Spanish that would. Flu that would just kill whatever age you're at like it's not just the old people like whatever age and it would really kill people like crazy man i would be the first one to tell people stay the fuck in your home and just do all the measure that are possible for you to do but it's not what's happening it is not at all what is happening and we have to take drastic war zone measure for something that is not doing that so that's 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 how i feel that's the over fucking reaction over all and and i know people would throw me rugs because they're brainwashed that it is a a, a crazy shit that kills all the people that's not it's not what is happening and in a year now we have the data we we see it but still, now people are just accepting everything. As a society, we don't know how to fight back anymore. We're just lazy fucking people staying at home watching Netflix and just doing everything that they tell you to do. We don't have any more power to just gather and say like, fuck that. And, and you know, you, you know, so yeah, yeah. No, just, no, I no, just no, want no. to continue on that because I have a question for you because I thought about it and I was like, the other day, you know, I was like, we became really docile as a man. As a society. But, I, but I just wonder one thing. And, and this is a question that I had like after, after thinking about that. Did we become docile or did we become selfish? Both. Both, man. That's, that's, they, yeah, they, but what, they is, go what is the one? Because, uh, really? Because when you look at it, you know, what happened in the US, you know, we, that happened also this year which I think was exacerbated by, by the full pandemic and the fact that people were closed at home, you know, couldn't be with their community and everything. Um, so everything that happened in the US, you know, with uh, racism and all that was, was also a big thing, right? And so when you look at it, even if people are selfish, like when it's something that is in that, um, you know, in that proportion, people are still rebelling. Um, so there's still something happening around those things. So this is why I wonder, you know, how much is that we are docile and how much is that we are selfish? Man, 
I, my, my point of view on that is it's a work that I've started 50 years ago. And it's just, we're just the call, the, I don't know if culprit is the right word, or culmination of, of everything that has been done to make your life easier. Look at all the, the slogan of every company. It's like the future is simple. The future is easier. Everything is easy. You don't, you don't want to do anything. If you can find one shortcut that's going to help you spend less energy, you're going to do it. So what do you think that it make people? like? How do that transform people? It transforms people into lazy fox. That's what it is. They, they, they just, now they just stand on their couch and just watch Netflix and just do on their cell phone. They, they, want, they want to eat. They don't go. They don't even walk to go to the grocery store. They, they, they call Uber Eat. What do you think that all of that is making people just because, lazy because people? Exactly. And when you're lazy, you're way more controllable. You're way more yeah. docile. So it's just, it's just how all that, that idea that everything should be simpler, that everything should be easier, that you should not have to walk. You should not have to lift something. You should not have to, to hunt for your food. You should not have to, to think. That's what it does at the end. You should not think we're just going to take care of everything for you. Well, you just become a fucking zombie. That's what happened. And zombies are easily controllable. Like it's sheeps. It's just so. So yes, we're more docile and we're more selfish because we think that the good thing to do. Just the invention yeah. of the selfie, man. The selfie. Why was all the years since photography has been invented until the selfie? You would just be somewhere, you wanted a picture, you would ask someone, hey, can you take a picture of us? And they'll be glad. They'll be like, yeah, sure. Can you take a picture of us in return? Yeah, sure. And you have a great picture and you would not look like a fucking selfish fuck doing your own selfie with your duck, duck face. So, so just no, the, duck, the duck face, the duck face came after. But it's, it's <laughs> I don't know, selfie, the selfie existed before. It was bad, but it existed before. Like, I mean, you remember with the Polaroid, it's just that you couldn't see yourself. So obviously it was, it was like there. <laughs> Not a good selfie. But it existed. Like how many people it were doing that uh, with their Polaroid, you know? It was not widespread. It was not like a big, uh, a big thing. But now, uh, now, yeah, now you have, a, you have a, a computer in your pocket. Everyone has it. And they just can reach to all the big companies. They just can reach to you in, in how, all the way they, they want and just do whatever they want to sell you things, to control you, to do whatever they want with you. There, there's no law r removing them from doing it. I put a tape over my camera every time we finish recording. And, I, and oh man, you know what? I was, I was so, so brain fucked when that guy told me that. I went uh, on the Christmas dinner and I, uh, I was with a friend and he told me that when he went to China, okay, listen to that. Maybe you know mm -hmm. it, but I didn't know. And I was totally blown away by that. He said that when he was in China, 
if he put his finger over his camera, his front camera, the phone will not open. It would it would write in the screen, remove your your thumb, remove your finger from the camera so that your phone can open. Man, <laughs> what the fuck? Seriously. That's the thing, like people, okay, so if we're going there, like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we are going with the discussion. So that's where it's a bit dangerous because it's like we can go wherever we want. I think that people trading trade their freedom for comfort. Oh yeah, definitely. You people have to. People exactly. have to agree with that. People have to agree with that. We are followed in everything that we do. Uh, we have credit scores in most of the country. We have like um, credit ratings or whatever you call it. If you want to see what it looks like, you just look in China, as you said, and they are really open about what it does. To be honest, I'm not against that. You know what? Because at least it's fair game. You drink, your credit score goes down. You eat bad, your credit scores go down. Why? Because from a society point of view, it will cost more. I'm not against that. Mm. Not against that. You know, when you think about it, like this is this is uh, each time this is the funniest like thing that I read on the internet you know around you know I'm not I'm a lot into food, and you know sometimes there is comment about American food and <laughs> the best comment I read like and this one always makes me laugh it's like why American eats like via free social security system, free social healthcare why they eat like that because it's really that like seriously when you look at it. People eat like they have free healthcare when it's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> so stop eating my shit. Anyway, the thing is that, you know, this year, I think it has shown the worst and the best kind of society, you know, and the worst and the best also in people. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, how we are ready to be and how the, the you know, the, the, the frontier around stuff are really now blurred. So what I mean by that is that, you know, when you think about your parents and when I think about my parents, my parents like went away from Portugal because there was dictatorship. And, and I mean, not as, not as bad as, you know, what we heard in, in storybooks and, and the war and everything, but it was true. I heard stories that people went to prison. Uh, the family was bringing cakes and all that to the person and the person was dead and we didn't know about it. It was, it was that kind of things. You know, it was that kind of story that they were at the time. So, and people were against that kind of thing and it was thrown away you know, by different revolution. And now we are in a different type of society where people, you know, when they work from home and everything, they can't say like, oh yeah, I'm stopping to work at six or I'm stopping to work at five, which will be like a normal day of work. And this is what, it's, this is, what is insane is that, is that we went from, you know, people rebelling against everything to, to, to get, you know, what they wanted until we get what we wanted. And then now it's more like accepting everything. And, and it's really weird. But at the same time, again, it's a personal responsibility. It's such a personal responsibility. Yeah, but, but there's one point that we cannot avoid if you bring that. And it's really important because... It I is... came back to the point of discussion, by the way, because I didn't want to go to the, to the, to no, the no, technologies. Fine on us, we'll do it time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if, you, if you, you bring that it's your personal responsibility, you also have to know that it's, it is not just your personal responsibility. 
And I, I don't agree with that at all. It is. Mean? So tell me, I, I want to know why. It's, it's your personal responsibility to eat well and to mm-hmm. not drink. Let's take back your example. Yeah, you, you decide what you, you put into your mouth. You, let's mm-hmm. say you have the last uh, decision. You, 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 you eat it or you don't. You have the last decision on the process. But do mm-hmm. you really believe that you have freedom of choice over what you eat or not because first you eat what you can find second you eat what you can afford you eat what you can afford. yeah you eat what you can afford and with the range of what you can afford you you eat what you can find and who control what is in the stores who control what, what you can find of food yeah but and, this is and, where people so i come back to you this is where people are lazy And so we, did, we don't take the responsibility because when you, you know, let's forget the people that can't afford certain things and can't afford to have a certain yeah. life. So if I take those people, obviously, but those people generally, this is where it's funny is because they care about education. They care about eating well still, you know, for some people, like they, they cook at home and everything. Why? Because it's less expensive. So for the people that have a choice, uh, if I could say, they could gets they could get the knowledge to know where it's coming from yeah they okay. could like make the effort or for example going to farmers or going to farmers market or doing that kind of things when you're in big cities it's possible when you're in the countryside it's even better because you have farmer next door so yeah, the thing is that this is what i mean by taking responsibility to your things i i totally agree with that i i'm not saying you don't have responsibility i'm saying This is bullshit to think that we live in, in the same world as a hundred years ago when you would decide to go and have a good cabbage. You will go to your farmer and, and the cabbage you would get would be a super nutritious cabbage, no chemical on it, no bullshit, no, uh, the, 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 the soil would not be over, uh, overutilized and you would mm-hmm. get a cabbage that's good for you and then that the, the, the circle would be done. You would be, I took my responsibility. I want to eat well. I go to the former, I get my, my organic cabbage and I come and I eat it and it does to me the benefit I thought it would do. Now it's, it's not that nowadays. First, most of no. what's organic is not. And, and second, if you decide to go to the farmer, even the farmer like as his land and is surrounded by other farmer that does spread chemical on them and, and it just goes to their soil and all their soil are super like less nutritious so the cabbage even if you work really hard to get your cabbage an organic one a nutritious one it is not what it's supposed to be so and and that's the, I, I get that's the corporation impact on that it's not like your responsibility yeah i get that but at the same time you know like you can come back a little bit And say that, and this is where I mean, but it's your responsibility is that, and, and I'm responsible of that. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm saying that I'm not responsible in that sense, for example, in food, because I want to eat avocado all year. Mm-hmm. I want to eat a mango all year. I want to eat banana all year. I, I don't care about what season it is. Mm-hmm. I want my mango when I want my mango. That's, that's, that's what I want right now. And this is what I mean by responsibility. The thing is, if you decide to don't... It, it, And this is what I mean by what it's happening right now, you know, is that, and this is where people have expectation. They answer emails in the weekend. So for example, problem with job, like with the pandemic and everything, like they work from home. 
they work from nine and they're available on calls all day. You know, from nine to 6 p.m. And I saw some people with their schedule. It's insane. It's insane. They have a call every hour. But that's your responsibility that you accepted that. That's your mm-hmm. responsibility that you accept to answer a Slack notification at 9 p.m. or you answer an email in the weekend. That's your responsibility to decide that. That's not the responsibility of your boss. If you decide to eat strawberries in December, that's your responsibility that you're pushing also a little bit society to push strawberry all year long and you have shit strawberry to eat in, in December. So this mm-hmm. is what I mean by responsibility. And this is where... Yeah. This is where I think people are forgetting is like, it's almost like people want everything without the cost of anything. What you said basically in the last, I don't remember if it was last episode or the episode before, people want an amazing life, but they're not ready to pay anything for it. Mm -hmm. I saw the lines, for example, Mm -hmm. you know, of cars in the US. There is people that go into food bank and and they drove and they drive, sorry, Lexus or Camaros. Camaro is 50k, 60k. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. It's not a cheap car, <sighs> but you go to food banks. <laughs> I, I, yeah. you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying you shouldn't have a Camaro. I'm not saying that people shouldn't have that. But the thing is, this is what I. I <laughs> no, they get. shouldn't. They no, shouldn't no, but have they a fucking no, but Camaro like, if they cannot handle no, like, their credit. <laughs> no, no, no. Like it's their choice. It's it's a personal no, choice. If someone if someone not. wants to have a no, 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 but no, but what I where where I say it's a personal choice is that if someone wants to put their money in their car because this is what they like and they live in a shitty apartment and they eat shit food, it's their problem. Yeah, you know. That's know. that's please, a personal please, choice. Please stop banging on the table, but I know. Sorry, uh, <laughs> it's just that it's not. It is not the. That's that's the lie of the society. They want you to think that it's all your fault. It's all your responsibility. When in turn, you should not have access to credit like that. You should not have a Camaro and go to food banks. You should not even have the possibility to do that. Why Why? would you have access to such credit when you don't have any education? to use that credit. That's just silly. And then you're yes. like, oh yeah, that's my fault. Yes, that's my responsibility. That's, that should, just should not be possible. But we ask for it. It's like, it, it's the same thing. You should not be a fucking parent if you don't know how to parent. You should not be allowed to be a parent. That's, I, I'm, I'm, I go yeah, that nobody, far. Nobody will have been parent then. <laughs> Nobody will have been parent then. <laughs> that, that's not true. Because if you could not really, then you will do the, the, the effort to do the parenting course and be accredited to be a parent and then have your child and not make messed up children because you don't know how to take care about yourself. And in the parenting course, the first fucking chapter would be deal with yourself first, heal your problem first, and then you can have a, a child. Like that's just... I know that's crazy. That's crazy to bring that up, but that's that's the same thing. I'm just making a point. You should not be. It should not be possible for you to have credit to buy a Camaro if you have to go to food banks. It's just it just makes no sense. But why why it is be, it there? For me, for me, it should for me it should be possible. It should for me it should be possible. It's not because you have a choice. Yeah, it's not because you have a choice that you have to take it. It's a responsibility behind the scene. What do you mean? If you're no. dumb enough, if you're dumb enough 
to buy a Camaro, but you can't you can't put food in your in your uh, you know on the table for your family and your no. kids. There is a problem. This is what I believe. No, no because that that's not how it works. It works like. <sighs> First, you get educated by a system that doesn't give you any education on finance or credit or just doing your own fucking taxes, okay? Agreed. And after that, you're thrown in a world where you have to, to do everything by yourself and try to get, come up with, with creativity and ideas, but you have not been raised to do that. They have not told you how to do that. So then you make total failure and errors and then you have to go on credit to pay for your error and now you're on credit and you just you just serve that cycle where banks they are willingly they just want to give you credit because because they're going to get interest on you trying to get out of your struggle and just paying fucking interest to them all the time because at first they have not educated you on on how to use it it's like You would give an axe to a child and say, like, cut a bunch of trees without having, without even knowing what's an axe, without even knowing. Man, half of them would just cut their limbs. Like, they, they would just do a bad shot and the other tree will fall on you. And, like, and, but then they're like, dude, you should be able to do that. It's your responsibility. That's fucking bullshit. It's half your responsibility. Yes, it's half, but it's not full. It's, it's, That's what they, they want to think, to make you think. It's not what it is. So, so everything that you say, this is exactly why we have a problem of complaining around the pandemic and everything. Because people are lazy and we are coming back to that. Because people don't want to work by themselves. People don't want to find the answer by themselves. People don't want, to, don't want to be smarter and they are expecting that everything is coming to their door without doing anything. Yeah, I know. And this is what I don't agree with. This is, yeah. this is what I don't agree with. So, but, but if everything of society is pushing you towards that, can it really be your own responsibility? I'm going to give you a really good example, okay? Smoking cigarette. Mm -hmm. It's you who, who smoke the cigarette. It's you who decide to go buy a pack and smoke that cigarette. Mm -hmm. And if you try to stop and you're not able, they say that's your problem. But on the flip side... The tobacco industry, they spent billions and billions and billions into making one thing. To making that fucking stick the, the most uh, addictive at the highest level that they can. Their own goal is it to be the most addictive possible. And they're putting mm -hmm. billions and resources in that. They're, they're going into your psychology. They're going into the chemical reaction of your brain to make sure that that fucking stick will stick to you. And then mm -hmm. they say, oh, you cannot stop. It's your problem. Come on, man. Seriously. I'm not saying... You're going... I'm not saying... I'm not saying... Well, it's but the it's same like thing people for people that gamble and everything. Yeah, but it's the same thing for so many things. It's just like you're responsible for everything. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I'm going to make a, a really good, an important uh, point here. I'm not saying you should not take responsibility of your life. I'm not saying you should not take full ownership of your life. I'm saying you got to understand that you're against a system that do everything to put you down. You have this ceiling above your head that's pushing on you to put you down. 
So it is not your own 100% responsibility or fault if something go wrong. And but but people I'm not saying, are I'm just not saying it's I'm not saying it's 100 I'm not saying it's 100% your fault if something go wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm, temptation are everywhere and I'm not yeah. saying that. And I know that some people are more they're more prone to certain things. Some people are more prone to depression. Some people are more prone to addiction. Some people are more prone to... And it's, it's just the chemical balance that we have in our head that we are born with and the influence that we had and everything. And I'm not saying... I'm not, and I'm not saying... I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that it's totally the responsibility of people of being like that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is just that it's your responsibility the way you see it and what you want to do about it. And mm-hmm. also, because generally, like, for example, we take your example of smoking. It's also based on the people that you have around you. Mm-hmm. It's, a lot, it's a lot about social pressure. Mm-hmm. It's a lot about social pressure when you look at it. And it's the same for drugs. And it's the same. You try because one of, one of your friends tried and you're like, yeah, I'm going to try also. And because you're like... And and this is this is how it works, and this is this is how it's how it's going. The thing is, we live in a world of information. So from one hundred years ago, you know, when you were saying stuff, that's true, but it was really hard to know something else. It was really hard to to, as you said, get educated on stuff, on finance and things like that. You know, but today you can. Today you can. And the thing is, I know it's still hard for people and everything, but there is one thing that people can say and nobody say it, which is really simple. Go for it. I want to hear it. Asking for help. Mm-hmm. People don't ask for help. I'm not, and when I'm saying asking for help, I'm not saying like go see a psychiatrist or whatever. Like I'm saying like ask for help to your family or to the people around you or to people that know that you're very strong whatever it's simple okay asking for help it's hard at the same time but it's 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 one of the most simple thing that you can do and most of the people don't do it mm. we're not uh, raised and this is to 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 know that's what we should do we're raised to be individuals to do everything by yourself and and with the american dream of like you can do anything that you set your mind to and you can do what the fuck it just has this this really vicious effect of making you individual, individualistic, but that's exactly not how it works for a prosperous or happy or or, or, or just well well balanced life. Like you explained in the in the other episode, you people before you would have a big family and you would just ask for people all the time. It would be just normal. You would not even think. Oh, should I ask for help or not? It would be like you will be gladly have for uh, uh, ask for help because you know that people will respond correctly to it or or happily to it because in 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 the other way around they would also ask for help when they need it, and it would just be normal to just help each other like that. And you're it's so it's so right what you say. That's mm-hmm. and it's more than ever that we need it. You know, like there is, uh, there is one thing also that we have to get is that most of the people are sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put that straight out of the box. Most people are sheeps. 
You know the the, the thing that walks in a in a field. Yeah. They're all grouped together and they all go in the same direction. Or like the or like the bunch the the fish the fishes like that just go together in one big uh, swarm. That's yeah, most people. Eighty so percent. There was there was this guy that was called Bartle. And it was a psychologist or something like that. He, made, he, he separates society in four, and that was really funny. So one one uh, of the of the people that they call, which is the shit thing, is socializer. So, so socializer is approximately eighty percent of society, which is like the people that, for example, eighty or a bit more. Um, it's the people that do stuff, but socialize. It's really like to be social, social like. They do like, for example, gym stuff because they want to talk to people. They don't go to the gym to go to the gym. They do go to the gym to talk to people. They do like classes to talk to people and everything. So the three other type of people, you have explorers. Explorers, uh, it's, it's quite good because it's people that know, like I'm, in games and everything, it's people that know a lot of stuff and everything, but don't necessarily, I mean, they don't, they don't necessarily, you know, are the best in this thing, but they know a lot of stuff and everything. Then you have the achievers and the killers. So the killers are the, the simple, uh, are the, the most, um, you know, uh, the smallest one, uh, smallest proportion in society. Killers are basically, it's easy to understand them. It's like they want to win, but if they win, someone lose. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. Uh, generally, you see that in profession like sales, trading, you know, that kind of profession, like you have a, you have a lot of killers in there because it's, it's, when you call about sharks, that's, mm-hmm. that's approximately that. Achievers are a bit different because when they, when they win, it doesn't mean that the other person lose or the person with them lose. Generally, like they bring people with them to win, but it's achievers. And it, it's funny when you see society like that because, you know, the 20% I talked about that, that were not the, the 80% socializers is the rest of society. What we have right now, it's, um, it's, uh, and what we had in the pandemic, it's a crisis of leadership. And this is what it's really funny because... Give you an example that we did in, uh, in the company uh, I was with, that at the beginning I said to them, like, look, right now we are just having like, you know, scrum in the morning to see what we work on. And every, every meeting was about what we worked on. What I said is that what we should do every day, we're going to do that. We're going to do a coffee. I was doing that with a company I was before where we were having coffees uh, during the week, during the day where people, any people in the, in the team could call it. And it was just, you just do a zoom and you talk about anything. Movies, TV shows, whatever. It's exactly like when you're, when you're in the company and you are going to the coffee machine and you talk about anything, you know, how are your kids, you know, how was your, you know, whatever, did you go to a sport? Did you do any sport? Obviously you don't try to talk about the pandemic and everything. But the thing is that those small things brings back to normal a little bit, the life of people to what they knew. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not the same as seeing people, but this is what I mean by a crisis of leadership because people were thrown into that and since they were like in, in a mode where I like to compare, you know, wartime, wartime leaders versus like peaceful leaders, because peaceful leaders is like when everything is all right and everything is running, they know how to, how to lead because they have nothing to do because everybody knows what to do. When in wartime, you need to have like true leaders that know what to do something. And this is what you notice in the different countries where you have seen like some, some leader of a country that have been like way much better at dealing not necessarily dealing in terms of numbers and in terms of cases or death. It's not that in terms of dealing with their population and population were taking it better. And this is what is missing. This is what is missing in everything. And 
you, you need to come back to that and you need to look at the year from that perspective, from achieving stuff and not necessarily, yeah, you know, you were thrown at stuff, but it's circumstances and you can't do anything about it. So there is no, there is no point in dwelling about, oh, if it was not the pandemic, there was a pandemic. Okay. Like mm-hmm. there is no point in saying I will have traveled. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you couldn't travel. So that's it. That's done. You know, like I don't, I don't get why people are dwelling on stuff they can't do because this is the situation. I, 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 for me, I just don't get that. And people love to love to stay stuck. I want to go to the restaurant at 10, at 10 PM, 10 PM. Everything needs to be done. You need to be at home. I mean, I'm talking about here. So I don't know why people talk about what we can do after 10 PM. You can't do it. So there is no point in talking about it. And, and this is what I mean about, you know, taking a bit of responsibility around that, because if you have this pattern of thinking, that's your fault. It's not the mm-hmm. fault of someone else. This is just my... Uh, well, I, I would not say it's only your fault. I, I think there's, con- there's really a, a lot of confusion in this fault and responsibility uh, concept. And it, I'm, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to just make it clearer a bit. What happened in the past? (laughs) What? You're better at explaining stuff complicated. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It's 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 just that even me, when I was talking before, I could see that because the word responsibility is used in different contexts. Mm -hmm. And what happened in the past? I say it is not a hundred percent your fault. Or you're not responsible 100% for what happened in your life in the past. But at any given moment, you can stop and take ownership and responsibility and step into the responsible role of your present and future life. You can look forward Mm -hmm. and say... Everything that's now, I take responsibility, even if I got brainwashed, even if I, I did, I failed or whatever happened, at any moment, you can always say, I take responsibility of that action, that word that I said, that action that I did or did not. And every time you take that decision to be responsible for that, it pumps your confidence. It pumps your proudness of yourself. It pumps everything that makes you a better human at, and, and that makes you better at dealing with future shit. To deal with, to be a leader, I'm, I'm going to put, like, I'm going to go further on what, on what you said. There's a crisis of leadership, but not leaders of other people. There's a crisis of leadership in people own lives you gotta take responsibility of your own life of your own thoughts of your own words and action and and character and and habit and just the the more you step out of the sheep role or the victim role or any of the role of the fucking triangle (laughs) and and you just take responsibility of everything that you think, that you say, and that you act, 
it gives you more awareness. You're just always triggered to be aware. Okay, what am I saying right now? What am I acting like right now? And I'm taking responsibility of it. If I say something bad, I did, yes, I did it. I failed, whatever, and I own it. And then it gives you power. That, that Again, that, that quote that we said, that's exactly what it is. It is in everyday decisions. If you take responsibility of it, you get power in return. Power to, to master your own life better. Power to be happier. Power to be more confident. It just gives you all that by simply taking responsibility. So that's, in my opinion, that's the crisis in the world because the more lazy you are, the less responsibility you want to take. So you're right when you say that's people responsibility, but I will say that's people opportunities that are missed. It's every moment you have the opportunity think, to take yeah, responsibility. It can be hard though for people, but I understand what? that it can be hard for people. Yes, it is that, hard you know, for not every everyone, people. Not, not everyone. But this is, where, this is where I say, you know, there is a crisis of leadership and I was talking about work because I believe that when you are in a position of power, you shouldn't use that power to bring down people. Oh, I think it was not. Caesar. I think, I think it was Caesar that said that. I think it was Caesar that said like something like one of the Caesar, which I don't remember which one, but said like um, the true power, I think is to, uh, I think something like being capable to defend the oppressed and the poor ones. So basically you don't use your power to basically, which is kind of a night code also, uh, which is your power is not used to do bad things, it's used to make good things. And when you have people that are being depressed right now, when you have people being stressed right now, when you have people, generally it's because of work, because you spend a lot of time at work. And I believe that's the responsibility of a leader in the society managerial position most of the time but in a leadership position to make it better and obviously you know i'm not talking about your personal life there i'm talking more about the the professional life uh but you're right on the on the personal life also you're right on that you're you're totally right well i think we're close to the end of the episode and i said that i wanted to to really bring up the ending and I, I want i want us and i want the 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 heroes the listener to just think about the new year okay we're the first day of the new year theoretically <laughs> theoretically um, and just think about that leadership of your own life concept just say like okay whatever is happening in the world right now, even if the pandemic is a true one, even if it's a total fake shit manufactured by countries, even if, if people are dying or not, even if my family is dying or not, even if I lost my job or not, even if I'm happy or not, whatever, whatever is happening in your life. I want you to start cultivating a growth mindset. Uh, I want you to start cultivating the habit, the habit of understanding that you have power at every moment to change your thoughts, 
that you have the power to take your responsibility for your life, that how you deal with a situation is in your control. You can deal with it differently. And, and, and I want people to be more naked. That would be my year challenge for people to just be more authentic with themselves at first. Say to yourself your own bullshit. Say things that you don't like about you and just uncover them and be the same with others. Like stop nurturing their bad habits. Stop telling your friend, oh, no, you're okay. No, tell them you should stop eating like a fucking pig like the, and, and stop complaining about it. Like, just be real. Just be real in your life and, and do that, like start now and cultivate that habit throughout the year and you will end up happier. You will end up dealing better with the, the outside life of, of, of what's going on right now. You, you, you got to take leadership and ownership of your own life and stop trying to, to search for the laziness. Stop trying to search for the easy way. That's so paradoxical because people want everything, but they, they just want to go the easy way. They, that doesn't go together. That just don't. It just doesn't. You have to do you have to go through hard thing to get good result. If you go to I the mean, gym, I mean, it depends. No, no, it depends. It depends. I mean, if you want an easy life, lower down your expectation. Yeah. Also, I, totally. My point is just, it's true. The struggle of pumping your muscle with high weight that you don't like to do, that it hurts and everything that you get more power in your arm, in your arm. That's the same thing for your muscle of your mind. It, it, it doesn't feel comfortable to just say things to someone you love that you know will hurt them. But at the same time, you know that it's for their best interest in the long term. See more long term, not short term. Stop just looking like a fucking redfish in front of you. And, and it's not because it's it's a good thing in the moment, short term, that it, it's good on the long term. It's going to impact negatively your life on the long term. Be broad, broaden your view of things. Just get out of the of the the the, the narrow mindset. Cultivate a growth mindset. That's what I, I I want us to be even better this year. More naked to talk more. Uh, harshly about the real problems and everything and to talk more nicely about everything that's going on that's nice i want us to be more naked to be better and to do the exact same challenge that i'm challenging people to do be better leaders we are leaders man we 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 just we can own that even more we can have a better impact in our life and in other people's life i want to i want to to do the next year podcast and to be able to say man look the fucking road we've traveled look at how much of an impact positive we had in people's life we have the power to do that i'm mm -hmm. challenging us right now and it's on record to be fucking better leaders throughout the year because i believe it's gonna be a shittier year than what's than than what we had i do believe that i i would love to be wrong But I believe it's only the tip of the iceberg. 
I don't. So we need better I don't. leader. Well, I'm, I'm glad you do. I don't. Let's see. Because, Let's see who was right no, next because, year. No, <laughs> because, because, because it goes against the point. It goes against the point you just said. I don't care Why? about what year it's going to be. I don't care. I don't care. Ah. I, I don't not... care if it's going to be another pandemic or whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decide to have the year that I want. You know, I think during the year, this is where I progress, like through this thing where I notice that, you know, there is two choices that you have. Whether, as you said, you play as a victim or whether you decide to get what you can from what you got. Situation is A, whether you try to fight to change the situation A, which you will never be able to, However, you say, okay, what can I do in this situation A? Because you can still travel. Okay, you may not be go to the Maldives, but the countryside, you never visited it, and there is maybe a lot of stuff that you can do. So mm -hmm. like such wineries and all that, which you never have done. You know, it's a, as, as I said, it's a perspective question. You know, I want, you know, in the growth mindset that you're saying, I, I just want people to be more realistic. I think... Everybody achieved some stuff this year. Whether it's connecting more with themselves, whether it's connecting more with their families, whether it's connected to stuff that they have a passion with and they had more time for it or whatever, you know. Maybe, they, maybe it's like watching movies and TV shows. It can be that, you know. I, I'm, I'm not judging anyone. I love that. The thing is, it's a good time for people to just look at it and think about next year, like invest in you. Just invest in yourself whatever that means, invest in yourself. And if you're not capable to take responsibility for yourself, take responsibility for someone else. Say to someone else, this is what I'm going to do next year. I'm going to, I don't know, read more books. I'm going to watch more documentaries. If you like watching Netflix, watch documentaries. I, I'm going to watch more movies that are more around, I don't know, author or problem society or things like that. I'm going to... Um, watch uh, classes on YouTube, you know, whatever about, you know, you can find anything on YouTube. So go for it. I'm going to be better at cooking. I'm going to be better at DIY at home. Whatever you choose, you know, like is invest in yourself. And from there, it's whoever you decide or not. But the second thing that I will ask people is change the way you speak about yourself and change about the way you see things. Because this is a choice that you have. If every day you say to yourself, I'm shit, I do not think I'm a failure, guess what is going to happen? If every day you wake up and you're like, I do that in the morning in front of a, of a, of a mirror sometimes. I'm like, yeah, mm, I like you, man. <laughs> Obviously, why you don't love yourself? I don't get that. I say that to someone else last mm -hmm. time. I was like, I don't mind the pandemic. I was stuck with myself and I'm awesome. They're like, oh, you think you're awesome? I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you don't think you're awesome, yeah. you're not saying to other people to think you're awesome. You're just saying to yourself that you think you're awesome, which is not the same thing. What you think about yourself, it was matters the most. What other people think about you, something you can take into consideration. But yeah, so just to add on your growth mindset, this is what I will ask to people like make, make like, you know, what happened during the year, look at the achievement, look at what you want to achieve next year. Maybe it's not a big thing and just, you know, go from there, take responsibility by yourself, whether by writing it down or by giving it to someone else, to your partner or to a friend and change the discourse you have every morning to yourself. Change your password to I am awesome. Mm -hmm. 
on your computer. Then we can act put, all put your a post-it note on. <laughs> but but I would just add something on that, which is my stoic part. Be fucking realistic. If you want to change that, just tell yourself, I'm a lazy ass fuck. And I have tried to do that for many years and I, I have not succeeded and it's going to be hard. And I'm, and I'm fighting against bad habit. I'm fighting against things that are super powerful. So when you do that, you're going to first think, oh, is it really what I want to do? Because now I'm real with what it's going to take which will in turn maybe direct you somewhere that it's really where you should work. And if you still want to do it after being realistic on it, your chance of succeeding are fucking higher, are really, really, really better. Uh, if you just look at it, yes, you want to dream. You want to say, yes, I'm going to change that. It's amazing, but be real. It's going to be hard. You already tried it and failed multiple times. And, and why would it be different? You will have to do that's, something that's, different that's okay, to get better. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay, totally yeah. okay. That's that's what is the most okay that can be is that to be real about what's there. But you have to do just think about that. If you already tried what you're gonna what you're gonna try, you will need to find something different to get different result. Okay, Einstein. Think of Einstein. Okay. You cannot solve the problem with the same thinking that you use to create them, okay? So you have to do something different to, to, to have some different result. But that's not the quote, the quote I wanted to end with. It was, we were talking about what we think that the world needs the most right now. And we talked about leadership uh, of your own life. And, and I think that the best quote the more the, the cheesiest one, but the one that the whole world needs so much right now is the one of Gandhi. You don't like how the world is right now. You don't like the pandemic. You don't like all that bullshit. Well, and, and you feel that you don't have any power to change all of that, which is fucking true. You don't have any power. You cannot change the big, the big system that's out there. But you have the power to change yourself. So be the change you want to see in, your, in the world. Be in your life the kind of man or the kind of woman that you want to see the world on a global scale be. If you're not that, you cannot complain. If you say people are not helping each other, but you don't even help your, your brothers and sister or your friend when they call. You prefer to look your, your fucking Netflix and you, well, instead of going and, and, and just mow the lawn of your neighbor, then you cannot complain about what's going on in the world. Be the change you want to, be, to see in the world. That's what the world needs the most right now. And if you, and if you don't like Gandhi, you can listen to, the, to one of the most popular singer of all time. Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Oh my God, Which I don't know this song. I'm going to listen to it right when we finish. I'm starting by, it's, it's, the chorus says, I'm starting by the Man in the Mirror. I want to make a change. I want something different in my life. 
This is the this is the, the first oh, wow. sentence in the in the song. I have I have chills uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson, if you want to listen to a song, start by the man in the mirror. There you go. Well, and you can ask for help. By the way, before you finish, you can yes. ask for help. It's not to, it's not showing weakness to ask for help. It's a show. It's showing no. strength. Yeah, please do. It shows that you know and you're putting yourself vulnerable. So ask for help. Ask for us if you want. Send us an email. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're there. To be you, honest, we're not, we're not receiving a lot of feedback, and we would and we have such so much love to give, so much uh, help and support to give. <laughs> so don't hesitate. We're there. We're reachable. Just send an, uh, an email, and we'll gladly gladly respond to it the best way we can. And seriously, ask for help. I know we joked about like having a shit life and and wanting to kill yourself, but that's just joke. Like I know. I hope you you know it. Is is there's always a way out of your own suffering and it's not by killing yourself is by reaching out for help by finding new ways of seeing things because you're just trapped in how you see things talk to people reach out to fucking strangers who cares like they may have a piece of the puzzle of your life for you so just reach for help if you need help and i wish you a, a wonderful powerful and happy year happy new year i want you to feel happy in your life in how you see life even if the whole world crumbles around you you have the power to be happy and that's what i want you to discover this year to everyone that will that will listen to that i'm gonna i'm gonna finish before you finish So I'm going to say exactly the same thing. Like think about everything that you achieve because you achieve plenty of things, share it with the people around you, whatever, like everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. It's another song. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah. And I'll let you finish. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to Bob Marley, put it on your ringtone or your alarm every morning. That's what I do. That is my alarm every morning is three little birds by Bob Marley. Don't worry about a thing because every little thing is going to be all right. It's a truth. Exactly. You got, if you don't understand that truth, you got to listen to it until you do because it will change your life. And as always, you have to be yourself and have fun because why not? That's the purpose of life, just to be yourself and have fun. That's what I believe. And I'm going to spread that message to the four corners of the globe. <laughs> There is no corners in the globe. Have fun. <laughs> See you next week. See you in the new year, man. See you in the new year. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this moment with us. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to receive our latest episodes. If you enjoyed this one, you can support us by liking, commenting, or sharing with your friends. All that stuff helps us make the podcast and helps us continue to build this community, which is what we care about. So thank you, heroes, for being part of a naked family. See you next week. And remember the most important, be yourself and have fun.